How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Oh, banter at the beginning. What can we do? <laughs> um, not much has happened, does it? So. No, I mean you've been away for a week. Yeah. I suppose. But what does that? I mean, when people say they're going on holiday, they don't often just watch telly for a well, week. Well, no, I didn't know. So... To be fair, I probably watched less telly on this holiday than any other. Where holiday. did you go, Gary? Yeah. I went to Bournemouth. My my uncle lives in Bournemouth. Okay. Uh, and uh, he has a flat there, and he works across the country a bit so did he ever live in any of the houses next door to anyone i know this is taking the guess bring it back grief no he has never experienced moving but has he never moved you uncle he's literally in the same house oh yeah no um he's moved about five times in in my memory (laughs) what about in his maybe more his memory memory goes back longer hence him being my uncle (laughs) Oh god! Okay, it is the Custard TV Moving Podcast. Uh, it's uh, Gary in the London area. Bonsoir. Matt from a slightly different location in the north. Hello. That was very chirpy. You I'm you almost taken aback. I was doing stealth. that through. I wasn't. That wasn't chirpy. That was me doing it through a yawn at the same time. God, and, that's and, the and key. I'm, I'm, I'm Luke, <laughs> hold on, I'll do this bit. And Luke, the editor and runner of the podcast. Oh, it's nice to have us all back. Oh. I clasp you to my bosom. <laughs> well, if it wasn't so cold, I wouldn't do it, but it is cold, so... <laughs> Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV Podcast. And the return of the triumphant Matt versus Luke. Not the most creative quiz title I've ever come across. I didn't see you coming up with anything better. I did come up with Luke versus Matt, which well, I thought had a better ring to it. If we did, if we're doing <laughs> okay, so can you just explain quickly why the quiz is back and what form the quiz will take? Well, what what happened was when I was down in Bournemouth, I had the genius idea that one to of do the, the issues, bloody quiz would do the bloody quiz. But it, it, the, one of the question issues was I was running out of um, sources for questions. So yeah. what I've got in tomato, what's the yeah. Yeah, HP. Well, I, 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 the feedback you gave me was you. Didn't, Matt, it's your own time you're wasting you didn't, here. You didn't, you didn't want questions about Minder every week. Was the feedback I got? So oh. I've gone out and out of my own pocket bought I've the Minder annual. Yeah, no, the I, I've purchased 190 TV and film trivia cards. Oh, he's going to, no. he's, he's going to be going on for a while then. So is yeah, this, now, is this coming card, out of the, the site budget? On every card, well, yeah, can I, can I put a claim in? On every card, in. there are actually uh, film questions as well, so I'll be removing them, because okay. this is not a film podcast. So there'll is probably be not? about 80, so yet yeah, we've got room to go for a couple of months yet. 
Okay. okay, so because I thought we were getting towards the last one, but we're not now. No, I know, we'll, I'm we'll, excited we'll now. Uh, and, and we'll do three questions again each, and the winner out of three, and we'll do a tiebreaker. And we'll just keep going until people stop listening. Or we, God, get... we should have stopped happened. in about yeah, no, 2014, <laughs> I think. And I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast before, but we are in a fantastic time oh, we are. for television. There is so much good stuff on that we oh, will people. discuss... It's my, almost overwhelming how good stuff is at the moment. My hard drive is 61% full. <laughs> it, I don't know why that sounded so seductive, but it up, did. Up, up to this point, up to this hey, point, ladies. it has never been more than 20. <laughs> is that on your Tinder profile? <laughs> yeah. My hard drive is 61% full. <laughs> and rising. Uh, 39% okay. of me left to love. <laughs> I feel reasonably sick. I don't know about you. What, what, I'm just thinking, is it okay if I put this podcast on my Tinder profile as, as, as a reference? No? Have you got a Tinder profile? No, no, I don't think I have. Okay, can you swipe what, no, no. to where? <laughs> I don't think I don't you think have. I don't have. think I have. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Somebody else has done one for you. Is Tinder the one where you swipe? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, then I probably can... do, but I haven't looked at it in, like, years, because... I think I got it when it was first on, and I don't think I've updated it since then. Have you ever had any swipes? Is it right? No, I don't think I had. Actual swipes? I don't the know. Problem I don't was I, the problem was I lose, used that picture of Luke that you sent me. In. Nah. Okay, news reviews and previews. News first. Uh, no second series for The Last Panthers. We didn't watch this. Gary got about 40 minutes in and yeah. said it was Realized generic there was no actual Panthers in it. There's no Panthers, yeah. Yeah. Or even um, Panther from Gladiators. Not even the first Panther, let alone the last Panther. And uh, another one not coming back is um, You, Me and the Apocalypse, which was a Sky drama on NBC in the States, starring Matthew Bainton as every character he ever plays, Pauline Quirk <laughs> minus the dog, and Jenna Fisher from The Office. So that won't be coming back as well. Uh, series 5 of Ripper Street will be its last. You'll be able to see it on BBC One later next year, but initially on Amazon Prime. Series 4 is on there at the moment. And Sony have announced that a f- true crime channel will get its debut on the 22nd of March on Freeview, and you'll be able to watch as much Dog the Bounty Hunter, Deadly Crime and Crime 360 Deadly as Women. Heart. Yeah. Oh, did I... Oh, Crime 316, Deadly Women, and something that isn't on here... Oh, and is I it what I was going to mention? It is. I hadn't had time to stick it on the website. There is a follow-up coming to getting yes, on. Yes, that's what I was going to mention. Uh, which oh, is, right, I tell right, you what, right. a follow-up. It's going going forward. It's Joe Brand working in a, I think, a young care home. Yeah. So it looks looks very good. The only it's disappointment is... The only disappointment is there's no involvement from... Vicky Pepperdine or Joanna Scanlon on the writing front, and I don't know no. quite why that is, but there you go. Well, they had their doggy oh. program, didn't they? Yeah. And this it has is also like... got Omid Jalili in it. Yes, that's the only downside for me. He's that Iran's is the only downside. Opinion. Is he the? Is he her husband? Oh no, Tom oh, Bates hope... is it? Dave, a self-employed private hire driver. Dave. Dave, yeah. yeah. Dave, Omid Jalili is playing her husband. Oh no. Dave. That means when I watch Getting On from now, yeah. you know, on DVD, and she's talking to Dave, now I have to picture Romich and Lily. Oh, that's sport, it. Okay, now would you swipe west and go right? Oh, so I like what you did there. Well done. Right, I'm yeah. going east, uh, then west. <laughs> you uh, right. Right. <laughs> 
hit US comedy, You're the Worst, is going to be on Love Fox. it. Have well, you watched a lot of this? I've seen no, all of this. I was going to say, I, I did get the feeling that one of you had watched it. I couldn't know. I is do it, is it as good as, is it as, good as they the, say? the first couple of episodes, but I wasn't overly wowed by it. I found it yeah, a no. bit too coarse. For my gentle yeah, I, ears, I can understand that, but as it moves on, it moves away from that, and there is, there is something that happens and it's in the got second. A former run. Waterloo Road actor in it. Yes, Chris Gear. Um, but yeah, there's. I don't know whether they bought the second series, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But and it's just something new for third, hasn't it? Yeah, there is something yeah. that they. There is something that they do in the second series that I've never seen done in a sitcom before. I'll have to watch and it now. It's brilliant. So, very much it, like it Parks and Rec, which the first series was a bit dull, it kind of gets going. I don't no, it think Gary... Dull. No, it wasn't no, dull. Well, it I, just, I, I, didn't, I, I found the first two episodes to be very samey, if I'm honest. That's what I... Yeah. I thought the performances were good, though. Yeah, there's a good chemistry between the... the yeah, I'd agree the, there. The cast. So, um, it, I don't it, think Gary will like no. it, but I'm, an, I'm annoyed that it's on five star and not perhaps... I don't know where else it could Dave? go. E4, perhaps, or E4? Dave... They yeah. they could put it alongside um, Last Man on Earth, perhaps. Uh, it's renewal season in America, and a- ABC have uh, jumped the gun and gone first, and they've renewed the following: Marvel's Agents of Shield, which Not is four, Modern Family on Sky One, uh, Grey's Anatomy, Sky Living, and Scandal on Sky Living, How to Get Away with Murder, which is on Universal, Once Upon a Time, which shows over here on Netflix, new series Quantico, which starts this week on Alibi. And the Goldbergs, which we we kind of all like, and that is on E4. That's um, only a number of the shows. The other shows they've recommissioned are either comedies like um, Fresh Off the Boat, which haven't made it over here, uh, or their their kind of like reality stuff, which uh, we don't normally touch. Some of the reviews which I did, uh, only one of these I actually watched a full episode of. Would you like to guess which one? I'll give you a choice. You have Lucifer, which is on Amazon Prime. Limitless, which is a TV series based on the film a couple of years ago, and the Chronicles of Shannonara. I hope it's one of those. <laughs> I, I hope it's the top one. Just so you have to say it a lot. Um... That one. No, watched a bit of Lucifer, haven't we? On yeah. the people's couch. On the people. <laughs> I think it's probably Limitless. Yeah, okay, Matt, do you agree? Is that the yeah. same? Yeah, that was what I would have gone. <laughs> it was the Chronicles of Shannonara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? <laughs> yeah, what was it called again? Okay, uh, right. We'll we'll do Lucifer very quickly. Lucifer is terrible. Uh, formulaic. It, uh, it formulaic bad. Unfortunately, it's the guy out of Miranda, isn't it? It's mm. Ben, someone or other. Tom no. Ellis. Tom yeah, Ellis. Tom Ellis. He's absolutely <laughs> rubbish. If he's the devil, then oh heaven help us. See what I did there. Um, bad acting. I do now. I didn't initially. It just and the, the first scene is him convincing a police officer that he wasn't speeding, and it's just terrible. Uh, Limitless, I'm afraid, again was just the worst 15 minutes of television I've ever seen. Why do you only give it tw- 15 minutes? Well, because pilots are spo- This is a way in which I do do pilots sometimes, because pilots are supposed to make you want to watch things. So yeah, but you've got to hang on till the end, surely. No, Gary. no, not necessarily, because within within the first fifteen minutes of Limitless, I knew exactly where this is going. They've gone far too well, what far. What if they put a There's twist no... in at the end and they killed off all the original cast? Yeah. Well, what they said, you're not limitless at all. Well, you have limits. Limited. You would, but yeah. I did read a review and they didn't. So. It's like that film Unstoppable with Denzel Washington. Well, no, but he there, but uh, that, so that's... It, was well, then... so it was stoppable. Well, well yeah. the never-ending story. <laughs> No, that's still going. Actually. What as well after that, you get a feeling for things, and it was just—it was far too 
quick for me. It, it, it didn't explain anything. It was just far too quick. And he's literally got, he takes a tablet and he's got like a super brain power. And it, therefore it's like, well, why do I care? And there was nothing that, you know, the main character was not at all interesting at all. Um, you know, he was a temp. And the, the thing that he did was he helped somebody get a promotion by being really good at working out the politics in the office. It's like, not really that good. You know? Okay, so the last one, which right. every time you say it reminds me of the family, family toys, thing, June. The Chronicles you know of... That? Right, this is actually based on a book. Uh, this is very similar to Lord of the Rings. Where is this even on? Let's this start is on there. Five Star. This was the same time. Oh, I watched Heroes Reborn as well. That's rubbish. Uh, Luke, didn't you watch Fuller House quickly? I very yes, Christ. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to do a brief review of that before Gary launches into the Chronicles of Shinohara? Briefly, <laughs> briefly, it is awful. Gary, Chronicles of Shinonara. <laughs> Shinonara is based on a series of books uh, which came out not long after Lord of the Rings and is very similar. They have elves and trolls. I don't and, know um, what, what, what's like this even on in the States. I've never heard of this. I it's don't know on, where you... I don't know what I don't know what it's on in the States. Maybe They, ha- they haven't uh, watched it on the people's couch, so I've got no, no idea. No, that's how I, that's, I'm sceptical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, this is actually quite good. If you like your kind of Lord of the Rings, uh, it's not bad. Um, it does start Jonathan Rhys Davis, who was. Uh, uh, it is. Can it, I just? It is just called the Shinara Chronicles. Oh, is it? Oh, oh that's what Sorry. you fool. Well, and it's on MTV. And, uh, do you know what? Do you know what? I, know, I do know it. And can I just say I do know this uh-huh. because you said it would be terrible on a previous yeah. podcast. No, I did. I, I I looked at it and it looked terrible. But actually, there's a proper storyline. It's actually the. It's got little elements of Lord of the Rings, little elements of uh, the Hunger Games. It's not bad. I don't know that I'm going to carry on because I'm watching so much else at the moment that I think I could easily let this go to Netflix or Amazon and watch it later. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, but if you like fantasy, and if you're not like a, this, is like Game of Thrones, but without the sex and the violence. Oh, so if you're, best bits if gone. But with a complicated title. Exactly. Yeah, if you want uh, something a little bit more genteel uh, than Game of Thrones, and I would highly recommend this, uh, and there's lots and lots of books, so they've got lots and lots of scope to do storylines. And one final time, what is the title? It's another Chronicles. I do, it does feel like he's having a, a, a stroke mid, midway through. I am taking the that. mic. Because I can't really. Shinara. Okay. Shinara. Shinara. It's not as difficult as it may sound. Okay, <laughs> reviews. Reviews with the northern quota of the podcast. That's me, Matt. Hello. Um, oh, hey! it's back. Hey. Every time I do the reviews, I, I want to find out something about Gary's view on something. And I think yeah. it's the same. So we're yeah. going to start with something that's on BBC Three. A new episode drops every Sunday, and it's thirteen. Um, I'm watching this on BBC One, so I've only seen the first. Well, episode. that's a gift in itself <laughs> because it's on BBC Two. Oh, sorry, BBC yeah. Two sorry, and BBC Three online. Yeah, sorry. but B- it's not on BBC One at all. BBC sorry, Two I thought, at ten I, o'clock. I on... I thought okay, I... yeah, and it's on BBC Two ten o'clock on Sundays. There you that's go. That's when I'm yeah. recording it. Yes. Okay, um, okay, this is the story of Ivy Moxham, who at the age of thirteen was kidnapped uh, and put in a cellar, and now thirteen years later, see what they did there. Okay. Uh, she sort of stumbles out of the cellar, and the police are trying to find it. You know what the hell happened? 
and at the same time her family are getting used to having her back like her sort of sort of boyfriend at the time is sort of having feelings for her again even though he's now married um so he's married or engaged he's married gary so what did you think of this i thought it's so unfair i don't know why i turn up every week i really don't why not why? I don't know. It's just you only care about Gary's thoughts. Oh. Yeah, but let's be honest, Luke. So do you. Well, yeah, I do, but I would <laughs> never say it. I'll get uh, Luke's thoughts. I, I, I thought this was. I thought this was pretty damn good. I really do. I thought Ow. this was. It, it, this made me weep for the end of BBC Three a little bit because this was so good that it deserved to be on before they got shut down. I don't. I'm worried that not enough people will see this. Uh, it is on BBC Two, though, as you say. Although no, I, I do think they hidden. should have. Yeah, well, it's got that great lead-in from uh, "Let's Play Darts for Sports Relief." So. Well, yeah. what more, more, and, and then it's followed by "Match of the Day 2. What more could you want? Yeah. Um, I, I think the lead actress is incredible. She has managed what, to. Well, whose name is? Oh, I don't know. Go on. I'm being. Oh. I don't know. Jodie yeah. Comer. Jodie Comer. Who was in Doctor Foster? Who you last saw in Doctor Foster? Oh, right. The one he was oh. having the affair with. That's right. He was. She was. She's actually managing to play this as an adult, like a kid, which is the whole idea. You know, she's playing a kid of thirteen who's grown up and not really, well, not really grown up. So she, that's very difficult. She also has the most wonderful kind of glazed look in her eyes that you think would be appropriate for someone who's been through what she's been through. There's not even the guarantee that this is who she says she is. There's hmm. no guarantee that she was. Well, that's it, Gary. That's so, what I like about this, because nor- yeah. ordinarily in a show like this, you'd have <clears throat> the character of Ivy be this sort of sympathetic character who you want to care for and, mm. you know, you're completely behind. But you get these hints of, can we trust her? And it's this factor that she's an untrustworthy, untrustworthy narrator, which mm. makes uh, 13 different from, say, Room, which has been on recently, you know, similar concept. But the thing is that Jodie Comer plays it so well, you never know how to trust her, and then, as you say, uh, Gary mentioned Richard Rankin, who's the police officer. I think in episode two, it does get a bit, like, in your face, where it's like, you better watch out because she's playing you, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I'm guessing that... Officer. How, yeah. how many of there are these? I'm There's thinking. five. Yeah, five. I, I, I think that's a great number of episodes, because I think and, there is a good a good amount of plot in there, but more than that, and I'd feel like maybe they were dragging it out. Let's hear Luke's thoughts, then. It's just very, very good. It's one of those dramas that grabs you from word go. I think she comes out of this this place she's been ca- held captive for so long and that just runs to scene, a phone box. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. That there. opening tracking scene of her yeah, running down the great. road is brilliant. Great. And I think Jodie Comer, I mean, Gary said about how wonderful she is and the glazed look and the playing the younger. She just has this presence about her when she's on screen mm-hmm. that you just, whether you trust her or whether you don't, you are sort of captivated by her performance. I will say that it is perhaps down to BBC Three being online. I, As much as I love the first one, and I do, and I will watch more, I haven't sought out the second episode yet. would you do yet. what Gary's doing then and watch it on BBC Two? Well, I wouldn't. Oh, well, I wouldn't watch it at ten o'clock. I think that's a shame. But I well, will I'm just reco- record I'm recording it, yeah. it and then watching it. Which I mean, I suppose yeah. I could do with iPlayer, but I don't know. I, again, this whole thing about BBC Three annoys me a bit because I, I, I don't really feel like it's accessible at any time. I feel like it's too complicated. I, if I want to watch it, I just want to record it and watch it, and I can't do that with BBC Three now. Mm. If you are watching it online, pace they put them up 
after midday every Sunday, which is strange in itself, really. I don't well, quite know why. Well, I'm sure they've done some sort of background research that shows that most people watch television on Sunday afternoons and, you know, Netflix and stuff. I so can't imagine you sitting down for your roast and then watching this straight afterwards. No, yeah. but Sunday, they would get it up and go, oh, it's up, so we'll watch this tonight, you know, when they're mm. choosing their evening. So why watch. don't they put it on in the evening, then? Well, well, why don't they just put it on BBC Two of an evening? So that would be my... What's something that is on BBC Two? Uh, Stag. God, he's good at this. Seamless, that was. Yeah. Uh, which is on 9pm uh, on Saturday. Again, an odd time. Is it 9pm on Saturdays or later? 9pm, but it goes on till later. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know if it was 9. I had the feeling it was like 9.45. No, it's no, okay. 9 o'clock. It's a very peculiar... T- mm. Not that there's a wrong or a right time. <laughs> no. I mean... It, does feel, it doesn't feel, feel like... I mean, BBC Two doesn't do a lot of stuff on Saturday nights anyway, does it, in terms of well, new But shows. what I'm saying yeah. is, at some point, because over Easter, the snooker starts, so it get, but it'll get pushed to weird... Well, well, this, is only, finish, this is a three-parter, so it's oh, finishing well, this then. Saturday. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, uh, this is uh, by Jim Field Smith, who did uh, The Wrong Mans, which we all enjoyed, and uh, George Kay, who... The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash usbp. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, his uh, IMDb profile said he uh, created the first series of The Choir. I'm not quite sure how. Wow. Is he also related to Peter Kay? Not as far as I know, guys. I thought you were going to say The Wire then. I was all ready for a bit of, you know. (laughs) No, The Choir, not The Wire. Yeah. (laughs) No, you're just imagining Gareth Malone in Baltimore, aren't you? (laughs) Go and get off my patch. (laughs) Well, sing. Um, (laughs) I'll sing at your ass. This stars uh, Jim Howick. Of, uh, I suppose, Peep Show, he's probably best known of for. Of everything, I think, now. Uh, and also, uh, he'll be in another show that we'll talk about in a moment. And he's uh, Yonderland Horrible Histories as well. Uh, he plays yeah, Peep Ian. A, a jo- I said Peep Show. Did you? <laughs> I, I tune I out. can confirm he's a Peep Show. Ian, a sort of mild mannered geography teacher who turns up for the wedding of his future brother in law, played by. Uh, Stephen Campbell-Moore, both of whom were in The Wrong Man's in sort of smaller roles. Um, and it's basically a hunting weekend in Scotland um, and things start to go awry. People start getting killed off and it's basically then turns into sort of a fight for survival. Um, Luke, what did you think of this and, the, and specifically the tone? I think we both had similar feelings on this, didn't we? It was really weird. Um, the tone is very oppressive at times mm. in as much as you know they turn up it's it's scary it's in the middle of nowhere there's the rains lashing down there's thunderstorms everyone's a bit peculiar and i was a bit overwhelmed by the tone and and sort of sometimes a show can have a tone 
so strong that you miss what's going on in the show because the tone takes over. And uh, I nearly, very nearly gave up on Stag, but something kept me going. I'm not sure mm. what it was. I think it was the Jim Field Smith connection. Yeah, it doesn't have the it... charm of of the wrong ones, but I think as it goes on, you get that you get a similar feeling, uh, sort of things about these characters. Because another thing about these characters, apart from the Jim Howitt character, is that they're all quite arrogant financial mm. types. Uh, at one point, the character played by Tim Key describes them as the worst kind of people. But as you I... see on, they've got all these sort of insecurities, things that they're holding back. Uh, one of them's gay, one of them's impotent, and mm. it just also oh, infertile. Sorry, not impotent. And it, as it goes on, <laughs> somebody was just about to write in. At the same time, you get this sort of action horror backdrop, as I said yeah. the other week, sort of Deliverance style, and then it sort of plays into. Why are all these men together? Um, you know how how who is it? Why yeah. is it that they're being killed off? So it's a comedy where I don't think I laughed once throughout the two. I certainly smiled mm. and I certainly enjoyed it, but I never actually laughed. But it doesn't matter. No, because the story is fu- interesting I think enough. I found it funnier in the second. I think the second episode because I've seen all three now, and the second episode mm. I think is the strongest. Uh, I have to. I think uh, Jim Howick is very good, but also Rufus Jones as this sort of yeah. um, TV executive who keeps trying to get um, what's it called? Something for the homeless scheduled on oh. ITV Two. Uh, oh God! Something that Caroline Flack was <laughs> yeah, a part yeah. of, which just feels really yeah. believable, doesn't it? His yeah. character feels as as both of us have been sort of uh, in a similar room, a, a similar room, the same room as similar types of people to this. Yeah. I think we can sort of see how based in reality this character is. But definitely an an odd show, unnerving at times, but interesting and unique concept. Yeah, it's one I'm going to remember, I think, and it's one I'm going to enjoy. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how they resolve it. And I think, unfortunately for everybody involved, it will be one that just passes the majority of people Which by. Which shouldn't. Gary, are you going to check this out? Well, that, that I'm sort of listening to your conversation and wondering whether Good. I am. I've got it recorded, <laughs> but I'm not sure. I, you, neither one of you have kind of sold it that much. No, it is. It it's is really, I, we should yeah. say it is really good. Yeah. But like I say, it's not a comedy where you're going to be, your sides are going to be It's not a comedy, I would say. It's not well, really the, the, the a comedy. The description was black comedy. And that yeah, always, I mean, was yeah. Like, that's like it, a Shakespeare comedy. You the know, Wrong Man's but, had a lot more slapsticky humour in it. This doesn't have that. Well, the whole it's James sort of... Corden character was there for the yeah, last Yeah, this is sort of So if this hasn't got it, then... It, the, the, the thing, I suppose, it comes from the fact that they're on this stag weekend, but as well they're sort of being bumped off, and there's that great scene, I think it's in episode two, where they have that toast, or they're drinking, and he doesn't do the thing with his pinky finger. And, then... and I was a, there was an element there, as daft as it sounds of, and then they were none, mm. where you're just waiting for the next person to come to a grisly and end. And obviously so the it... most ridiculous point of it is that the whole in the whole thing, Stephen Campbell Moore is wearing a pink bunny outfit. Is it pink bunny outfit? But no, pink yes. stag outfit, isn't he? Stag, yeah. yeah. It's in the title. Yeah, okay. Very briefly, this week's episode of Fresh Meat uh, was excellent. My favourite episode ever. I'm well, going to go out on a I think my favourite still might be the one where they all went to JP's house and drunk all the wine. Is that the one where we find out why Oregon is Oregon? Yes. This episode saw uh, the all the male characters head to London for various job-related things. Kingsley had a Radio 6 music interview. Fantastic. Uh, 
JP had an interview at his brother's bank and Howard uh, got lost and tried to find Jordan Survey, which was genius. And, and all the girls went to a sort of retreat run by one of Bod's old friends and basically all the three girls, a lot of their anxieties and stuff came out. Josie reinvented herself as Jobbo, which was amazing. I've said this to you earlier, I think that Kimberly, I mean they're all brilliant, but I think Kimberly, Kimberly Nixon, Nixon and Zoe Ashton was brilliant in this when she are was acting, about, yeah, acting their socks off. But I just think she was brilliant in that scene where she was going on about you know having to do an access course and and you know surviving on baked beans. Any time fresh meat does that, that pathos to add to the humour, it's just because you feel like you know these characters and you feel their anxieties. And there's that bit with Kingsley as well, where he's getting the feedback from the job, and he basically listed all of his sort of negative qualities before Fox. the guy had actually said it. There's just something about that the the dialogue, the rhythm of the dialogue, the the words they The only choose. thing that I don't think fits in, and you'll probably back me up on this, is Ida Field. I don't know what show yeah. she thinks she's in, but it's not fresh meat. She thinks she's in, I don't know, some Kinko coffee advert, I think. <laughs> yeah, you're right there. Is, is that Robbie Williams' girlfriend? girlfriend? Wife. Wife. Yeah. Yeah. Wife, but um, she's not, and then perhaps that's why I enjoyed it because it was just the main cast just yeah. together yeah. and yeah, acting the socks off. Bri- briefly, uh, the aliens as well, which was on E4. Uh, this was a. I looked up the um, writer earlier, whose name now has I've forgotten again. And do you know what else he wrote? What this mystery person? Yes. Yeah, I have no idea. I think his name's Finton Allen, maybe. Vinton right. something, um, and he wrote. Do you remember Never Better, the Stephen Mangan? God, yes, two thousand eight. Yeah. AH Stephen yeah. Mangan comedy, yeah. Yeah, and now the Aliens, which is this sort of. Is that it? Is that the the? He's the not CV? got an IMDb, but he's got a Wikipedia, and those are the only two things God's that they make. But the basic concept of a the aliens, I don't know why they added the the because when it started it was just aliens. Not not um, thought... with the film Aliens. Yeah, um, that's probably why. That's probably why actually. Well done. Guys. Yeah, no, it's true. House, that's House why he's point here. View, I wondered. Set in sort of an alternative reality, where in say I think it was forty years ago, aliens crash landed on the planet. Then in sort of nineteen ninety, they built a wall between the human side, and the alien city of Troy. Uh, they're sort of offensively referred to as Morks, which I thought was quite good. Uh, the hero of the piece is Lewis, played by Michael Socher. Is it Socher? Socher? I think uh, it's Soka. Soka, uh, who uh, is best probably known for being a human and uh, the This is England franchise. He and being Lauren Socher's brother. Here playing Lewis, who's a border security guard, uh, basically controlling everyone who goes in and out of the alien side. Jim Howick again is there as a a cleaner who is an alien but also wants to befriend Lewis. He finds out that he is himself half alien through a number of uh, things happening. This has also got Michaela Cole in it who was in uh, Chewing Gum which I absolutely hated last year but she's brilliant in this. She plays sort of like a seductive gangster called Lily Hot who uh, basically manipulates everybody in some fashion during the course of this first episode. It's an interesting premise. Uh, it's a bit rough around the edges but I think uh, the acting is good and the production design is excellent and I also like the idea of the fact that 
Um, alien hair is a addictive drug that if you smoke, you get high. So that's an interesting... Oh, is it alien hair? I assumed from the advert it was human hair. No, it's alien it? hair. And that's why they spray the aliens before they come into the human side so they can't then sort of shave their hair off and sell it on. The things you learn on the, the things podcast. You learn. Uh, let's end on Happy Valley, which I'm Luke almost, wrote about again on the website. I'm almost sick of talking about how brilliant this is. I'm well, almost sick of Let me of just say, if you, want, if you wanted to watch The Aliens, it's on Tuesday nights at 9pm on E4, but it's up against Happy Valley, which is finishing its run this Tuesday. But you can watch it on, on E4 plus one at nine. Yeah. Ten. Ten. Ten, sorry. <laughs> so, Happy Valley, I'm just. I don't think it needs a setup. No, we know. No, I mean, we I can't it. remember where we are now because I've watched it all. So. You've seen them all. This one ended with, and this is a massive spoiler if you haven't has seen it. This one ended with the mother on the farm apparently shooting her son who Darryl. had Daryl, who had seemingly confessed to murdering all the prostitutes, and it was James, losing Tommy Lewis's mother. Yes, and it's the last thing you expect. I mean, this is what I love about this show: is it just you so think these it's characters going one way. weren't like sort of dropped out after the first or second episode, didn't they? And then they and they of... weren't even people I thought about. They no. weren't people that you know. Whenever I think of Happy Valley, those two didn't enter onto my radar. Last night was very funny. It was very clever. It was very well written. These people aren't characters, they're people. They speak like people, they act like people, and it is phenomenal. Please watch it if you haven't already. Agreed. And I just like all the stuff with, you know, Con O'Neill was brilliant in this. Kevin Doyle continues to be fantastic. There's just so everybody, many. Everybody, everybody gets their, their opportunity Even, to I shine. Think Matthew Lewis, who I've sort of previously have rated in the interview scenes where they're interrogating him over the murder of, mm. of the prostitutes. Was yeah, excellent. I mean everybody. I mean, there's some people like Julie Hesmental from Corrie who, perhaps some people would say is underused. But I um, think because... if you get cast in this, you're going to jump at the chance to be in Happy Valley. Even yeah, if I mean, you're sort of a secondary role. It's brilliant. Enough said. I think it's brilliant. Okay, uh, pick of the week. You're going to pick <sighs> Happy Valley, aren't you? <laughs> Go on then. Yeah, Happy Valley final episode Tuesday nine o'clock. I'm going to pick something that's actually not on terrestrial television. I'm going for Amazon's Prime's return of the second series of Bosch, based on the books by Michael Canelli, starring and Titus Welliver. Yes, sorry, starring Titus Welliver, who was in the first few series of The Good Wife. Um, so yes, I'm choosing that. The second series. Oh yeah, series he was. Popped. Wasn't he? he was like Peter Florick's. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't remember his name, but he was the state's attorney. And he was uh, also the Man in Black in Lost. Of course. So that drops, I think, on the eleventh. So that's uh, that's this this Friday. There's not a lot of choice, is there? Really coming into this week, apart from not the, this the week. finale it... of Happy Valley, will be the one that I would. Yeah, suggest. I mean, I look, something I look else. To... To, something else to look out for. John. And uh, Luke probably won't back me up on this. I think he's seen it already. Is a comedy playhouse um, pilot that's on ten thirty-five. I think on Friday Which night. Which one is this? Stop. Start. Oh, I haven't seen that one, okay. to be fair. This is, based, this is probably the most promising. It's based on a successful um, radio sitcom uh, written and starring... Do you remember Jack Doherty from the 1990s? Oh, from the <laughs> yeah. Jack Doherty show on Channel 5. Yes. It, well, he's back because he's been doing stuff on radio, producing, and there's this sitcom. Uh, it's basically about three couples, uh, one of them played by Jack Doherty and Kerry Godleyman. 
who we like. All right. Uh, yeah. They they both did the radio series, as did John Thompson, uh, joined here by uh, Nigel Havers, Sarah Hadland, and the oh, okay, and the we now need her in M- every comedy. Um, Laura Aikman is in oh, this. Oh, see, you had me until <laughs> Laura Aikman. Uh, the sort of the pre- the I'm not going to review it now, but the sort of uh, key concept is that occasionally characters will stop like in the middle of a conversation they're having to address the audience directly hence stop start mm. uh, oh i see yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's basically what uh, zach morris used to do in saved by the bell well, yeah it's kind of stolen <laughs> or what zach braff used to do in scrubs in okay. all of the zacks all of the anyway zacks. so yeah ten thirty-five or ten forty. i'm not sure uh some somewhere around then on friday night on bbc one Okay, doke can you read the quiz questions and yes. talk about the quiz well, questions? I, uh, very quickly, I shall refresh uh, the rules. Uh, play the theme tune. Like. Oh, yeah, play oh, the damn theme tune. What, oh. have I done with, <laughs> what have I done with the theme tune? questions matt leads nine to seven over oh. luke is that uh, nine and, and a third or well the, you answered <laughs> one out of the we're gonna scrap that that was a bad idea uh, okay so matt matt leads nine to seven and because he's in the lead he gets the choice of going first or second how many questions gary three, three. He said three. question okay, and if three, it's a tie three. at the end of the three i'll questions, go second we'll... please second right Ooh. luke first question to you in mind in what year? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't that be funny? In what year did David Tennant replace Christopher Eccleston as Doctor Who? Ooh, that is a tricky one. I know this one. I'm gonna say, and I'm basing this upon nothing. 2005. No. You are correct. This is it. One point. To oh the... yeah, because he's ah yeah, because he transformed into him in the end of 2005. I would have got that wrong. That was a pure get. Yeah. That genuinely yeah, his, was. His first full series was 2006, wasn't it? But he he appeared at the end. Tra- tra- yeah, anyway. In The Simpsons, Homer's favourite beer is called Duff. True or false? <laughs> you bought this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say true. Correct. TV's David Attenborough and well, director... TV's David And Richard... Director Richard Attenborough Brothers. are cousins. True or false? What? No, they're brothers. Is this all true or false? No, no, no. Some of them are true or false. Okay. Right. What was the name of Tonto's horse in the TV series The Lone Ranger? Well, that's hard because yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to si- say Silver, but that's that's The Lone Ranger. Isn't that's that's The Lone Ranger. It was Scout. So uh, two hard. Luke. Luke, if you win, if you get this question right, you have an unassailable lead. The American version of The X Factor first yeah. aired in which year? Oh, no, that is tricky. I was there, so that narrows it down. That's good. What, actually in the studio? <laughs> yeah, I was. I got invited on day one. I think did I you know. make it to... I, I, I think I know. You yeah, didn't make on, it then. to boot camp, I assume. 20... 2009? No, I'd um, say... I'd go... I go 2011. 2011. Matt, Matt would have been right. So yeah. Damn. Good thing. Right. Matt, this is to draw level and take it to a tiebreaker. Okay. So please don't, please don't get it right. Um, right. Uh, 
No, that's ridiculous. Right, okay. <laughs> the name, name of the dog in Tweenies is Dougal. True or false? False. Correct. <laughs> the tiebreaker, according to this, would have been who played Phoebe in Friends? I mean, good grief. These aren't great questions, I... Gary. I'm not happy with this week's question. Well, okay. What is the... But these are more indicative of TV questions. So how are we doing this tiebreaker? Is it just one more well, question? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give one, yeah, one more question and hope that one of you gets it wrong. Right, Luke, your question. What was different about the TV Western Four Feathers Falls? I will give you three choices. A, it was a puppet show. B, it was a cartoon. Or C, it was a comedy. Well, as it's feathers, I'm going to say it was a puppet show. You're correct. <laughs> Who played the lead role in Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman? That would be Jane Seymour. Oh, I get the impression this could go on. No- <laughs> Nobody needs dinner? No. <laughs> Luke, Britney Spears yeah. played Hannah Montana in the American TV series of the same name. True or false? <laughs> <laughs> And Matt, Emily Van Camp plays Emily Thorne in which hit US drama? That's Revenge. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is just going to be a one-week thing. No, that's that's not TV related. The answer <laughs> was Chris Paul. You think you would have vetted these? No, well, that was the... I actually only opened the pack ten minutes before oh, the podcast. Well, that's your own fault, then. <laughs> well... You might just lose oh, in a second. Uh, right, Matt, Luke. The BBC used to play the national anthem at the end of every day. True or false? True. Correct, yeah. <laughs> Problem is I've got to go through and make sure each I'll one... i just throw has... this because I really need the loot. No, <laughs> I know. Like... All right, then. Luke what, wins, what? but he's got a better bladder. Okay. Uh, okay, right, okay, right. Oh, so you're gonna... Give me okay. one more question and then... Who if, plays if... Nicholas Brody in the TV series Homeland? Damien Lewis. Right, you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at LucasTV. Let's say, let's say it's up to 10-8 now. Yeah, yeah let, let's give uh, you a point each. We'll say that's a draw. Okay, um, you can follow us on Twitter at LucasTV for me, at The Gary Show for Gary, and The Desperate Weir Wanter what? is at Matt's TV Bites. Um, you can get us on Facebook, give us a like, give us a review of this on iTunes, and subscribe and get this directly to the MP3 player of your choice. Download this from the website, thecustardtv.com, and we will be back soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.